Thanks for coming to hang out with us today. Ruck Up Buttercup is a podcast hosted by Deployed Love. We chat about real things that military families deal with and help you to love the call to action. So you know the drill. Ruck Up Buttercup. Ruck Up Buttercup podcast can be found on all your favorite streaming location. As well, we are now available on Reese Across America Radio on Fridays at 11 p.m. and Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern. You can find Reese Across America Radio on the iHeartRadio app, the Odyssey app, and the TuneIn app. Just search the word Re. Can't wait to see you there. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode and a new season of Rock Up Buttercup. We're so excited to start our fourth year. It's crazy to think that we've been doing it for four years. I know. I I was thinking about that the other day, and I was just kind of like, this whole idea sprouted from us going like, what's something fun that we could do that we both enjoy doing? And you said like, you know, it'd be cool to have a podcast. And I was like, oh, I've always wanted to do a podcast. And then I still can't believe it's been four seasons or we're going into our four seasons. We've met so many cool people. I'm really like, we have just think that we've met so many different people through over the years. And I'm excited because I know we have some good ones for next year already coming in. So I can't, can't wait to see where it goes. Um, but as it's a new season, we always kind of like to start the new year talking about like looking back on our last year and going over what our plans are for the next year with ourselves personally. And then we're going to also go talk a little bit today about deployed love and what that's looking like for the new year, as well as just a few questions that I came up with I found on the internet that would just be fun. I thought for me and Ashley too, for you guys to get to know us again, we love those kind of episodes because we want you guys to come back to watch, listen to our episodes and get to know us and feel like you're here chatting with us when we have our girl chats like this. So we are going to start off with what something that me and Ashley both have been doing for years now. We both really love instead of setting like major goals, we have been using the word of the year, I guess is what it's called. Um, last year that we just finished, mine was explore. And I definitely feel like I did that, which was really fun. And this year it is passion because I feel like Although we've been like traveling and that's, that is, that is mostly my passion. I have kind of lost anything that is specifically me over the last year, just because of Dustin's schedule changing and just living in a new place and having given up, like working at Deployed Love and things like that, that I am hoping this year that I'll find a new creative outlet um, to be passionate about again. So what about you? So I'm, I'm laughing because I I chose exploration for this year. Um to not only like explore my new home, but to kind of also explore myself. Like I've been, I feel like I've grown a lot the last last year. I feel like I've um, changed a lot. Um, and so I'm, I'm kind of finding my new self. So, you know, kind of just going with that and exploring like where that leads me, um, whether that leads to a new hobby or a new um thing I'm not really sure but you know I definitely feel like I need to get back to the roots with myself and explore that a little bit I feel like I've pushed myself and got a little too thin with everything that I was doing and so I feel now that I'm not as physically involved with a lot of things um I have time to kind of you know get back to the roots, get back to my basics and kind of figure out who I am. I mean, I turned 35 in November. So, you know, it's, it's definitely time for me to, you know, explore my 
later 30s era isn't that wild? Also, it's wild but I'm like also kind of like I'm excited because you know I, moving here has been kind of interesting in figuring out like what am I going to do with myself because I'm was so involved with things back at Fort Liberty like you know I was holding deployed love events every week I was a you know on the advisory board for the Conan Clinic I was an SFRG leader. I I did all these things. I had my hand in all these little pots. And here, you know, I did scouts. Here, the only thing I have is, you know, that I'm physically involved with on on a weekly basis is one night a week I do scouts. Um, I have volunteered a little bit with the PTA, um, which has been kind of fun because it's given me a little creative outlet. I volunteered to do their bulletin board once a month. Um, which was kind of fun, but I'm kind of like learning that what am who am I without all these volunteer things that I've did in the past. So I'm I'm exploring myself and exploring my new home, um, which I'm excited about because we're in the mountains. So there's all these hiking trails and all these really cool places, you know, that are a short drive away that and now I have a little bit more time to go experience them. So I'm, I'm excited. Um, it should be a fun year, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's good things like, but it is, you know, trying to figure out who you are at, in your thirties is weird because yeah. our twenties, I think it just, because of the way you and I had our life, we were married in our twenties. And so like, we didn't have that, like really getting to know like what we enjoy as hobbies and what we enjoy as this that and the other because we were military spouses we were moving every couple of years we had kids when we were young like I feel like multiple I'm just finally, different types of jobs yeah it's just it's yeah. all over I'm just finally finding that place where I'm like oh now I have time which I I'm glad I do that I'm not having to work full-time somewhere and that we're lucky at this is where we are but what do you do with that time? And I don't want to spend that time on my phone. I'm so tired of that being my hobby. Like it has seriously become yeah, my hobby. Definitely, definitely something that I'm trying to, I mean, I, it sucks because I actually work on my phone. So I, I have to find my, I find myself having to be like, no, you have to do work. Don't like switch apps. Don't go to TikTok. Don't go to Facebook. Don't go to Instagram. Like you, you're here to check emails. You're here to change appointment times, things like that. Yeah, so that's, I, I that's my goal. Like I'll leave my phone upstairs um and go downstairs to do something because that's the one bonus about having like two floors that I've not had is I can leave it. <laughs> I don't want to go back up. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to go back upstairs. Um, but it's one of those things where the phone's a huge, huge issue. But I will say though, I, I'm all about the reading. We talk about this all the time. So I've been reading on the Kindle, things like that. So I find myself not reaching for my phone as often because I have that that outlet that we... So I use the Kindle app and that that causes problems because I'll be reading and because of the way my brain works, I'm like, oh, what does that mean? Or what, it, this made me think of this thing. And then all of a sudden I'm off looking it up on TikTok. And then I don't realize that not only did I look up the video to answer the question, I'm scrolling through 50 other videos. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I haven't gotten back to my book. And it's so frustrating. So I think what yeah. I decided for the year is I'm going to hide the TikTok app in my phone, hide it somewhere that I don't go to very often, but then I'm going to delete most of my other social media apps. Anything that I can use on my computer instead, um, just because 
if I need to get on there and check notifications, I, I still want to have my Facebook. I'm not going to commit to getting rid of my Facebook. I think that's insane in this day and age because events and everything are inside of and, Facebook. And that's just how everyone communicates nowadays. Yeah. Too. That's how I can keep up with my friends. That's how I like to post pictures for my family. So like, I am not going to delete Facebook. I think that there's so many people that are like, oh, I'm just going to delete it. It's like, they'll never yeah. commit to that. You won't commit to that because oh. you realize how much of your life is inside of that. And it's not that you're sitting there scrolling, but there's things like I need access to through Facebook. So mm -hmm. I, but I'm going to take it off my phone. That was my commitment starting in January is because I don't need to scroll during the day. If I am looking to see what events it is, I can do that on the beginning of the week and be like, oh, these are the events that I have that I have marked I want to go to. And then, you know, maybe on the weekend, once in a while, if you're bored, you could sit and look at things like that. But I'm trying to, especially around my kids, be less like that because I cannot imagine my childhood had my parents had a phone in their face the entire time. And I, I see us all the time doing it. And I feel so bad because I'm like, man, I'll look over and I'm like, oh, Dustin's looking at TikToks. I'm looking at TikToks. The kids are not allowed to have more than an hour of screen time. They're sitting over here doing nothing. Like what, what kind of life is that giving them? Because like, what are we telling them? Like, you can't have the so time on the TV, but we're going to just sit here and start our phones. Yeah. Sit on their phones. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I got a Kindle. Because I was doing the exact same thing and, um, you know, me being my, my 50 self, I ended up just buying one off of like marketplace for like 35 bucks. There's a small scratch in the screen. It doesn't bother me any. Um, and so it, I definitely avoided going back and forth on my phone because that's what I was doing too. I was doing the exact same thing. Um, and unfortunately I can't delete Facebook and stuff off of my phone, but that's because that's my job that helps pay the bills. But um, I do tend to, you know, instead of sitting in bed at night on Facebook and TikTok, I'll grab my Kindle or a book. And um, I definitely found like I sleep better too, like when I'm not, you know, reading things or that are bothering me or seeing things yeah, if that I are... could get my husband to do that would be wonderful I don't know like <laughs> I can't I've learned over the years you can't change a person like what they mm -hmm. how they do you can't even like influence that I don't think I even if I were to not be on my phone all the time it's not going to change the way he sees the phone so it'd be nice but see I can't sleep at night because he'll sit there on his phone the other night he was up doing that because he's sick too we've been sick and he was up and I like rolled over. I remember consciously rolling over, even though I was on NyQuil. And I like looked at him. I was like, it is the middle of the night. Can you not watch TikTok? <laughs> and he just turned his phone off. I was like, can't. I, like, I can hear that. I'm like, stop. The amount of times that I've done that. And I'm just kind of like, don't you have to be up in two hours? Like, go to sleep. I know. I'm I'm really good about that. Like, if I cannot sleep, I'm going to just get up and go sit in the living room. Like, I'm not going to sit there and roll around or turn on a light or like do things. No, he doesn't. He turns on his phone, but that's bright enough. It's and still bright enough. Yeah. I actually had to, um, this year I, well, so I was, I was, when we moved, I always tend to like redecorate, not fully redecorate, but I'll maybe change up like a couple color schemes. And so I bought these sheer curtains for my bedroom. Dumb idea because there's a huge light outside our window that's super bright. And so I just wasn't able to fall asleep because it's just too, too bright. So I had to get a face mask. Um, but I caved the other day and I bought like um, light blocking curtains because it's like, I can't do this. Like, <laughs> like it was waking me up like every, like just, I mean, it was so bright. 
So that's like why we have Rolodins in Germany and it just yeah, blacks I out. Blackout. Miss those things so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I got the light blocking curtains the other day and it's just made a world of a difference. But like I'll still throw my eye mask on, like if Jeremy's up watching TV, like because he has bad uh t- is it tetanitis the ringing in the ear mm-hmm. um so there's some nights where he just can't sleep so then he does that too like he'll either turn the tv back on or he'll um <laughs> watch videos and so i went and bought earplugs yeah that's the next thing i'm buying <laughs> and you know what though like honestly like i have slept so much better with earplugs in my ear because i'm such a light sleeper so any movement or sound wakes me up and so um I thought I wasn't going to be able to do it but 10 for 10 I'm like earplugs are perfect and then yeah, I take them on vacation because Dustin snores and it's horrible see I'm the I think I'm the Jeremy snores but like I'm definitely the snorer <laughs> in, the, in the household um so it was funny because we were on that I was on that trip not that long ago and everybody in that room was snoring so it was me and my sister for most of the week and then my parents came and every single one snored and they all complained I was like I, I was fine I had my earplugs like y'all should have brought <laughs> earplugs with you you should bring have them everywhere so I bring them everywhere with me now just so that way like if it's too loud or like if I'm up at my mom's house and there's like a cricket because those things are so loud <laughs> that I can sleep because I can't sleep with you know a cricket chirping like that's how light of a sleeper I am and it's awful so do you have any but, other goals for the for next year uh, um I this I think my my word last year was um what was it it was it wasn't accountability it was organ organization being organized or something um I did okay with it. I need, I need, I'm going to have to be really, really good at it this year since, you know, my family business um, is opening a restaurant and another gift shop here in the next few months. So like my workload is going to get a lot better. So um, it'll be more along the lines of, you know, making sure that I balance. Oh no, it was balance. Balance was my word last year and making sure that I balance all of my workload but also myself, um, you know, this past half past year, I've really struggled with depression. So I've been very, um, I'll find myself like, you know, I really don't want to go downstairs and work. Like I'd rather go walk around home goods or something, just, you know, cheer myself up, but don't buy anything, but, you know, grab a coffee, put my headphones on, listen to a book and just walk around. Um, I find, I find myself doing that quite a lot because A, I work from home and it's really lonely. Um, and especially since moving here, it's even lonelier because I don't know a lot of people. Actually, I really don't, I know a handful of people. So, um, balancing, making sure that I don't fall back into that rut again. So balance is probably still another word that I feel like I'm probably never going to give up on. Like I need to work on that all the time. Yeah. I think that also you're talking about like mental health and your physical health. I think that's something that I need to really focus on this year. It's not even like that I was depressed or anything very, like very specific that was going on, but I just don't feel like I've cared. (laughs) I don't know. It's just, it is because we've moved away and you and I both lived at Liberty for so long that we had really close friends. 
Yeah. yeah. And it, it's been really hard that even though I've met, and like you're saying, I know people, I know people, yeah. but I don't feel like I have made that connection with yeah. anybody. And it's been a whole year and it's just kind of like, man, and it's not them. It's just my mentally, I don't know that I really am wanting to commit to making more friends though, either. Like I love my friends and I still talk to you guys yeah. weekly. <laughs> I talk to you guys all the time. So it's like, I have the friendship and the way that I need it in that connection, but then I don't have someone to physically hang out with anymore. And that, yeah. Someone to go escape with. Yeah. And so I just need to figure out how to, and I'd like it to incorporate it with being healthy because a lot of the girls that I do hang out with want to do these mom's night out and drinking. And I'm kind of just over drinking. I just don't really care anymore. And I don't drink. So it's like, they're like, oh, we're going to have wine night. We're going to wine tasting. It's like, I don't want to go to that. What am I going to sit there and watch you guys drink wine is not something that I'm really interested in doing. Like they're not partying. They're 30s and 40s year olds. So they're not out like going clubbing. But a wine tasting when you don't like wine is not a good time. It's not fun. It's not fun. I mean, I would love a wine tasting, but I like wine, but you don't. So, um, but I agree. I want to find someone that I can connect with in a, like a healthier aspect. Like I'm, I really want to find like a hygiene buddy, someone to go hiking with. Um, you know, I don't mind going by myself, but it's, you know, being a woman hiking by yourself isn't always maybe the smartest choice to do. I mean, there's ways to, to protect yourself. You can, can still carry things like that. But, you know, it would just be fun to have someone to go like, hey, let's, you know, drop the kids off at school and let's go, let's go hike, you know, the waterfall or let's go do go something. Do yoga in the park. Anything. Was, yeah. I want the mentality to just be a change. I want to find somebody who's on that same mental level. Like, I know it, it is fun to go at the girls but what if we just went out to a nice restaurant and we hung out and we weren't worried about going to the bar afterwards or going to a wine bar? Like, I don't need that. I want to go try the cool vegan restaurants in town that have really healthy food. I want to go, yeah, like you're saying, hiking. I want to go explore tiny little towns near us and see what cute little like markets they have. Like, yeah. Or go to like all the Christmas markets or like the historical sites that, that, that's just something that I feel like that's just also, or that's, we're in that like stage where we don't need our meetups to be elaborate. Like, I mean, heck, like me and you would have been completely fine going like, Hey, come over and bring your book and us just sitting up on the couch reading with um, coffee or something. But I think that a lot of people when they're like, Oh, especially if they have kids, like, you know, I've had that mentality for such a long time where, you know, girl, mom's night out needs to be something that I don't normally get to do, which usually for a lot of people is go drink and mm-hmm. not have any responsibilities. So I think that's why a lot of people go and do those type of outings. But I'm also at the stage where like, don't get me wrong. I love a good glass of wine, a good, you know, old fashioned, whatever. But I'm also only drinking like one or two, maybe. Yeah. Like I on my trip in November, I drank so much, but I didn't even drink a lot. Like, you know, I had like maybe two drinks a day, a night, that whole trip. Um, and that was just because I could, because I was kid free, but like, I also like regretted it. Yeah. I think that that was part of the cruise. The whole situation on the cruise was that like, we had the unlimited drink package and it was fun sure but I just ended up feeling like crap I and I like I like you said I didn't drink that much because I knew hey we're going to a different country every day we get off I want to explore I don't want to feel like I can't get up 
And so I wasn't drinking that much, but my body was just like, whoa, we don't ever drink. And now you drink every night. Drinking drinks like margaritas or things that have like a lot of of sugar, like content, like you're kind of just like, I just felt sluggish all week. Like I was just like downing water, um, which of course like caused all these issues because I was like in this conference, I was like, Every time a class was over, I was like rushing to the bathroom because I had to go to the bathroom because I, I was just drinking so much water just to feel normal um, because of all the sugar I was drinking. Yeah. Um, so it's fun. Girls night out is always fun, but like, you know, also. I just know for I, my physical health, I need, I don't want to be drinking because yeah. like, I know how much it just makes me not feel good. <laughs> So it's like, I've just come to the realization of why do I do it then? Because I have so much more clarity and I feel so much better when I don't drink at all. So, well, and it would just be nice to have someone to like help motivate you. Like I, like, that's where I'm at right now. Like, you know, we talk about this. I think like we've talked about this for the last three seasons, like how we are both, you know, weight conscious, like we want to lose weight, you know, we're, we're trying all these different things and like, it goes great for me for a while, but then I'm like, I, it would be just nice to be like, someone be like, hey, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, I can't count on my husband to do that. Like, <laughs> he's just like, oh, it's just another one of Ashley's phases, um, which granted is probably true. Like I go through these like, you know, bouts where I'm like, I need to lose weight. And I'm like, but y'all, I need to lose a good solid 20 pounds. Like, I think I would be so happy and comfortable if I could just lose 20 pounds, but I feel like I could retain all of it in my midsection. So I'm just kind of like, I just feel bloated and blah all the time. And so like having someone who would go for a hike or who would want to go walk the park or I don't know, the gym's so far away from me right now. So like, that's kind of not on my scope. And I'll say that because I'm, I'm like the worst, like, like, I don't want to drive 30 minutes to a a gym Mm -hmm. and that's where I'm at right now. But, you know, I'm kind of like, okay, I should make a little home gym. Like, my kids are old enough that they don't bother me now. Maybe I can get into it. I do have a bike. I did get a bike right before we moved, um, like a stationary bike. And that's been great. I need to use it more. Yeah, I have a treadmill. Um, It's sitting over here, and I haven't used it in a long time, so... <laughs> I haven't used it in a while, but like, you know, I just get in like, like, again, I, I have to find that balance. I have to be like either a, I, I've tried so many different things, like make a schedule, like from this time to this time, I'm going to do this. And this time from this time I'm going to do this. But then like, you know, a doctor's appointment thrown in there, like ruins that whole schedule. And then I feel like, oh, well I missed it yesterday. I can miss it today. Like, I just have to find like that right way. You know, I, I've always said like, I'll do it in the morning, but I'm so much more productive work-wise in the morning that I tend to push it off. And then I'm like, well, do I really want to get sweaty in the middle of the day? So then I push it off. And then by the end of the day, I'm exhausted. So then it just doesn't happen. So I have to find that perfect balance of when I want to do what um, I went for. I'm trying to do at least a hike a week. That's, that's my goal for this upcoming year weather permitted because it is super cold here already um so depending on um weather I'll go for a hike even if it's just a short hike um like I bought some hiking boots the other day I have a pair of like waterproof thermal fleece line like leggings in my cart to buy 
Um, so I'm trying to find like all the things to help me do that. But it's also going to be like, if it's, you know, 10 degrees outside, I'm, I'm not, I, I probably won't go hike. But my goal is once it's warm enough to where I'm not potentially going to freeze to death, you can do up. it. I don't know. I nice started my walking. Week. I started my walking last year at the beginning of January, and I think I'm going to try to get back on it. I did so good until like July. You did so, so well with hot. that. But I yeah. was hiking, and it was freezing cold. But you yeah. get hot by the end. So now I was trying to figure out like, yeah. what do you wear because if I wear my winter coat, I am You're so hot. hot. But yeah. if I wear anything less, I'm so cold when you start walking that I don't even want to get leave the house. So I don't know either. Yeah, I, don't know I what went. You wear, but I went for a hike the other day. And I just had a hoodie on and now granted it wasn't freezing cold, but it was colder than I thought it was going to be when I first started. So I was like, had my hands like balled up in my side, my sweatshirt. I was like walking around like that, like with my like fist inside the shirt. And, um, I had my Indiana with me because he's a little chubby monkey too like he's a little roly-poly he needs to lose weight too so I was like we're gonna do this together we're gonna go for hikes um I don't know how he'll do in the snow though (laughs) yeah I wouldn't bring my dog in the snow because I would just feel so bad like seeing people that brought during the Christmas markets that were bringing their dogs to those I'm like those poor dogs they're like so many people one like you're not getting stepped on like it's cold they did not sign up to be outside with you for hours they can't drink hot wine they can't there's nothing to keep them warm yeah I don't I don't know (laughs) if I would bring him because he's just a he's a beagle so he's got short hair it's not a lot of insulation so either a I'd have to give him a coat um and his paws would be cold so I'd have to get him little booties and honest honestly I don't want to deal with all that like he's (laughs) he's I don't even think he would let me do that so um cold winter hikes probably not gonna be his thing but he loves to go like he's he's done so good with us on on all of our hikes um I do decide I do want to get one of those like no hold harnesses like whether it like buckles around your waist or over because when your hands will be freezing yeah hiking (laughs) and with at least your hand is just not it's just so I know I feel like that's really lazy, but I'm like, I would rather use oh. my hands for something else than hold on to my dog. So because he like he why I mean he doesn't pull or anything. So but um yep, so balance. Sweet. And then it just I don't know. Do you have another word? Do you have another goal? No, I think that's pretty much it. It was just finding a creative outlet and then my health, <laughs> like working on myself. I I um I love your drawing a day thing that you were doing right was that what you're doing I I wanted to do something like that too like at I, some point I suck at those things though so I was doing it I did it for like a week and then it was just like yeah today I'm busy and just the yeah. same like it's always the same thing like oh I can't commit to sitting down for what 10 minutes just, yeah I follow um, I can't I can't remember her name off the top of my head um but there's this girl that I follow on TikTok and I think she's like an art teacher or something but she does a watercolor a day and she has this little like drawing notebook and then they're so simple like you know during Halloween she did like a whole page of ghosts and something like that and I was like that's something I could probably do in like 20 minutes like Mm -hmm. you know something small so I think I'm going to try to go find a book that has like thick enough paper to do watercolor on and just sit there and doodle for a little bit or even if it's I'm not a very good drawer but I can do paint stuff um but I don't really have that's why I think I love my bullet journal. And then I started a, a commonplace book 
So that's something that's cool too. So you like use it to collect quotes. And so I'm putting all my books, like quotes out of my books and stuff that I've been reading as I finish them so that they're in one place. And then you put like quotes, you can put recipes, you put pretty much anything that you would save on your phone. So like a video or something that you would save, you just put it in this book and it's something that you would keep, you can give to your kids when they're older, like, Hey, here's some of the recipes that I loved when I was younger. Here's, you know, this is a book of quotes from books that I loved. Maybe you want to read them because of this. And it's just a cool place to have that stuff all in one place. Cause I feel like my brain is so tired of trying to remember where I saved something, where I wrote it down that it's like, oh, we have a notebook. I'm just going to write it down. And it's not, not yet. I'm hoping that it'll become more like creative where I'm like pasting things in there and stuff like that. But right now it's just all pen and it's not even drawings or anything. It's something that I just wanted to see if I could use it and actually continuously use it. So that's a fun outlet. That's something different. I really want to do a bullet journal, but I can't even do like a regular planner because of my OCD. Like it, one one mistake on my calendar and it just drives me bunkers. And I really want to do a bullet journal, but I feel like I would start it and then I'd just be like, I'm done. Like, I, think I don't like the way, this the way I do it, you would like it because so I don't do a lot of it pre-planning. So my even my monthly on there. If it's an mm-hmm. event that I know for sure we're going to, like take yeah. time has been taken off or scheduled, I'll write it in ahead of time. But a lot of times I don't put things on there until at the day that it happens because I have my phone for that. I can change things in yeah. Google and it's changing. So in it's just seconds. more of a visual for you. Like it's yeah. not like your actual yeah. calendar. And it helps me collect like habits. It's like where I write down like my books that I'm reading. It's just a place where I have all these things. And then I also, you know, you've seen it at the end of each at the yeah. month, each day I write just like a little paragraph about what we did for the day. Um, busier days. Yeah. Busier days. It's a whole page. It just kind of, but it's a, it's a place to journal. And I think journaling is so important because it gets your brain working in a different way. Like you're not just thinking thoughts, you're writing thoughts. And it's, there is something completely different about journaling than just thinking in your head. Yeah. I probably should journal too. I got a lot of thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I, I always have there. so many notebooks. I feel like that's <laughs> just the best idea is to have. I have a journal though that is specifically for like venting when I'm just having a really crappy day. I write it all in there and then I put it away so nobody else will read it. Nobody's going to stumble across it and be like, oh man, she was pissed at me. <laughs> it's just, and it's better. It's better to just write it down and be like, okay, now I can let this go. Yeah, yeah. I have one more. I think I have one more. Um, one more thing, one more goal, and it's to be more open with my relationship. So, like, whether that's you know being more open with my husband about my feelings, or with my friends, or with work. Um, I tend to not. I don't like confrontation. Like, I'll be the first to come back you up in a confrontation. I don't like starting confrontation. Um, and so. Um, more specifically with my husband, love him, but there are times where I just want to wring his little neck and I feel like we can all relate to that at some point, but, (laughs) um, you know, we had a huge like talk not that long ago, um, over a miscommunication, but it wasn't handled very well. And it would kind of just, you know, we all let it, things bottleneck and it exploded. And so, we, um, you know, kind of discuss like, you know, we got to be more open with each other. Like we can't keep like letting little things that bother us, like sit in a bottle before it like 
spills over. So um, being more open um, about expectations, dislikes, things like that. So that's something I've always struggled with. So I'm just kind of hoping to be a little bit better about it this year. Yeah, it is hard. It, I don't know. I feel like I'm that way with my family more than my spouse. I'm very confrontational with my spouse. He's going to know, but I think that's why we last and why things are good yeah. because we'll have our little fights and he knows exactly why I'm mad. And then we figure out how to not be mad at each other again. You know, like if we didn't, then I would just be mad all the time. So I think it's better that yeah. we do fight. I don't know if fighting's good, but yeah, with my family though, I'm not super direct about it. And I think that putting the distance between us has probably made it worse because I don't, if, when they don't communicate with me, I don't try because I'm like, well, I'm not there. I guess it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, that would probably be a good thing to work on. <laughs> so the next thing I have on our thing is to talk about three memories from last year. Like what were your, your best points? I'm kind of throwing these things at Ashley. So I'll talk about mine first, but mine were all traveling things, I think, because that's all I feel like I did all year was traveling, which is beautiful. And I hope that that's the case again for next year. But um, first was taking the kids to the Zugspitz in Germany, which is the tallest mountain in Germany. Um, that was a super, super fun vacation we went to at the beginning of the year. It was freezing. Um, it was like a blizzard at the top of the mountain. It was very, very cold. And then the second one is going to this restaurant called The Blind Coup with my brother I didn't tell him anything about it so we'd gone on a weekend vacation just me and my brother no kids it was amazing and there's this restaurant in Zurich that's called the blind coup and you go in you don't get to see the menu you get to choose either the meat one meat two or vegan option right so you get to choose that's all and then you go in and all the servers are blind and the entire restaurant is blackout dark there's you don't even see lights from anything it is completely pitch black the blind server walks you to your table you sit at a table and you can't see anything around you you can't see your food and they like communicate to you so it's an experience that you learn like how the blind people how their daily life is and like how things are like they don't get to look at a menu and look at what's in the food to decide they just have to go off of whatever this is the soup of the day, you know, like whatever's kind of described to them. And it was super weird experience. And it was so funny because they'd be like, here's your soup. There's a spoon to the right. And you like put your hand in your soup. You're like, oh, there's my soup. Like I found it. Thank you. So, and you didn't know what you're eating. So you were actually having to like experience food as like how it tastes and try to figure okay, out so what like, it that is. That would be like such a cool experience. Like experience because like you're you're using all of your other senses you're using it was like your so taste, wild your hearing your feel um that had been really disorienting though it was at times and so it was the weirdest experience because you'd be sitting there and you'd be like all of a sudden you just it would seem normal because you're talking to I was talking to my brother across the table we're having a conversation you can hear people around you and you would get disassociated and you wouldn't even realize it. And then all of a sudden you'd be like, oh my God, I don't know who is sitting next to me. What does that person look like? I can hear them talking. Like, so bizarre. Like they had set us at a four person table and there was two people at the other side. I don't remember touching this lady, but I must have like elbowed her. She's like, yeah, that's a person. I was like, okay, well, I can't see you. So, 
Like, I didn't know I'd be sitting at a table with someone else. Thank you. But it was so cool. My brother hated it. He hated everything about it. He's very picky eater. So he didn't know what was being served. And they don't tell you either. They just like, here's your food. And you'd have to kind of like touch it and try to figure out how you were going to eat it with silverware and stuff. I was like, well, I mean, you could just eat it with your hands. Nobody's going to know, right? Nobody can see you. So that was kind of the the craziest experience. I and, and then at the end, they show you the menu when you check out. Um, so you could see what you had eaten <laughs> but I thought it was fun because we were like oh I think this is a steak I think this is potatoes <laughs> you're just trying to like talk about like what you're even eating <laughs> that sounds kind of fun like it, I mean like definitely a very interesting experience yeah and I thought that it was super cool because my um, sister her kids have a disease where they were born deaf, but they're also losing their vision as they get older, they're eventually going to become blind. And I was like, you know, this gives us a really good opportunity to kind of understand what that's going to look like for them to yeah. sit down in a, a place where you can hear people around you, but you don't get to experience what they get to experience. And so it was mind blowing and kind of really opened my eyes to like what they go through. And luckily they both have cochlear, so they'll still be able to hear, but it can, to, yeah. to lose both senses would be so hard I don't even know so especially like when you've had it and then it goes away like you know what it was like beforehand yeah it's gonna be hard so it was a nice experience for both of us even though he he was like I will never do that again I was like I would do that a lot it was kind of (laughs) nice I mean I mean just the the whole thought of like not knowing what you're eating and having to guess it like that that to me sounds fun now obviously I would hope that they wouldn't give me something like super. it was very simple it was definitely just like a beef type item, yeah. some potatoes salad you had an appetizer um, most of it was pretty finger friendly so I did stick my hand in a glob of butter because I didn't realize <laughs> it would be sitting on top of the steak <laughs> just trying to fill where the steak was to cut it but um no super fun and then the last one was our cruise that we just went on um besides ending the cruise very sick uh it was super fun I it's so different if you've ever been on an American cruise and you plan on going on a European cruise drop your expectations before you even get to the door because it's not the same thing. It is so different. It is bizarrely different. Um, But it was nice because it was so much more quiet and it was calm and people weren't like getting blatantly drunk like they would on American cruises. And it was just a lot more of a chill atmosphere. You don't get as much of the entertainment. Like the entertainment value is not there where you're expecting someone to entertain you the entire time. But you also are getting off at different countries every day. And that that's the point of the cruise, where a lot of other cruises, you're just getting off at pools, basically, or little cabanas where you're not really going anywhere. Um, and it is a party atmosphere. So it was kind of different to be like, oh, no, we're here to we're going to go check out this two new countries we've never been to. And then we get to go to Italy again and eat some delicious pasta. And so the cruise was really cool. And I feel like the kids learned a lot because we managed on both days to go on different types of guided cruise uh guided tours of the country so they they had to have headphones in and like listen to what the people were talking about and they learned a lot as well so on a homeschool level it was really great um okay so my first would be my niece was born this year um after my sister-in-law and her husband struggled to get pregnant for a couple of years. They did IVF and everything. Um, so we have little Holden, um, and she's adorable. And then I would say our trip to Washington, DC, um, because a, I've always wanted to go to Washington, DC. 
um check out all the Smithsonian's and um that was a lot of fun even though it ended on a bad note it was still a really really fun family trip that we got to go do um and then my third one would be the conference I went into in November um for work it was the first time I've gotten to go just due to deployments and things like that it was the first one the first time in like three years that I was I was able to go so that was really cool um I got a lot got to meet a lot of people in the industry I got to see a lot of cool new tech um and products learned a lot learned that I was doing what I was supposed to be doing and we were on the right track so it was really great to have that validation um that as a business, as a family business, we are doing what we need to do and we are handling and approaching things as we should. Um, so that was really nice to have that. Um, and it was just a lot of fun because it was my first trip without the kids. That was more than two nights since I had my son <laughs> nine years ago. So, um, it was a lot of fun. Um, I didn't fight with my sister, so that was a bonus. There was one, there was one tiny bit where there was, there might've been a little tiff, but um, it was also the end of the week and she was drunk. Um, so uh, it didn't, it didn't turn into a tiff, which is good, which for those who listen should know that me and my twin sister don't always get along. Um, we spent, there were several years that we didn't talk. So um, it was nice to have that kind of fun experience with her and kind of reconnect um, but also have a fun work trip that I learned a lot from. So that was really fun. Um, I feel like so much happened last year, though. Like, I moved two times. Yeah, it was Jeremy a busy was, year. Yeah, Jeremy was gone for most of the summer. <sighs> His lucky butt got to go overseas a couple of times, which is not not fun, in my opinion. <laughs> Because I was stuck here stateside. Um, but, you know, overall, it wasn't a bad year. Yeah. Mine I would have kind of, I feel like mine was just kind of like a flat line. Like there was the trips that were fun in between, but like. Yeah. I could have used without having to move last February before we had to move yeah. in July. But yeah. um, that was really stressful. Like that was so stressful for me um money wise it took it mean it wiped out our savings account because it was a move not by the military so like you know that's kind of like the really sucky thing about being a military spouse is like sometimes you have two things like that that you're not expecting so that wasn't that wasn't fun um and then oh you know the kids birthday party was really fun um we i my kids had their my son probably his first birthday party in like four years he's he's a christmas baby um and then claire hadn't had one in like two years so we did a huge carnival theme and that was so much fun um i was exhausted by the end of it and i probably spent way too much money on it but it was fun it was but you know i went ahead and do it because we were moving and so it was kind of like our last like hoorah with their friends from school um friends from town things like that so um it would have been better if jeremy was there he wasn't there because of work you know typical army 
Um, but it was still a lot of fun. So um, I kind of almost forgot about that. Yeah, it's hard to think of highlights. I mean, there were so many things like that. We went on that trip to Italy too for like yeah. three weeks with my brother, which was so cool. We went to so many places, but yeah, I'm kind of excited for this upcoming year. I think we're going to Thailand this summer. If we, I'm going to Thailand this summer. Hopefully, Jeremy can go with me. Um, or that's the plan. The plan is that we're all going to Thailand this summer, like all of my siblings to see to see my dad. Um, so we'll see. We should see if that goes according to plan. Um. And it'll just be an interesting year to see how, like, our new normal is. Because it's going to be so different from what it normally is. Like, you know, Jeremy is gone all of January, beginning February for a course. But that's really the only time he's gone with his new job. Like, he's not in the field all that often. And if they are, it's like one or two days, maybe. Yeah. And it's scheduled, which is blows my mind because I'm not used to having, like, some something scheduled. And so then I'll just pop into my lap. It's organized. Although he did, he did. It's organized for the most part. He he was cracking me up this morning because he was like, I was asking him about um a date, whether or not he would be able to pick up the kids uh, or take the kids to school so I could go to my mom's house um for a night because she needs me there for an event. And he's like, well, I was going to go down to Bragg. And I'm like, what? He's like, I told you, I was like, you did not tell me about the shooting competition. I was like, go ahead for it. But we definitely did not have this discussion. And if we did, it was probably because I was in the middle of something and we should have been like, oh, we can talk about it later. Like discuss it in more details. But I was like, cool, whatever. Um, oh, Can you still make drop them off before you go? And he's like, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> but, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this upcoming year, not only for my family, my family business, which has got a lot of stuff opening up this upcoming year. Um, so if you're in the Bragg area, make sure you come check us out. Um, but even for Deploy Love, like, you know, we're, um, you know, normally we only have the holiday minis um, once a year. We are hoping to add the patriotic minis to every installation that we're at this year so that there'll be two options to have photos. Um, and I'm just, you know... We're going into different places. Like we're, you know, hopefully have more bases come on um, to do more minis. And we are just going to continue networking with other organizations um, and make sure you guys know about us. Yeah. I think it'll be a good year for Deployed Love. I'm excited to see. So if you guys are interested in being part of it, we are open to any base literally so wherever you're at if you're interested in helping organize it all it's basically two events a year it's really not mm -hmm. a huge commitment but it's something that makes such a difference to families if you ever come to one of them or have volunteered for one or even just have a friend who's been to something you can ask them because I Ashley and I have talked about it we we cry every year there's not a point yeah. where you host this event and it means nothing it means so much to everybody who's involved and mm -hmm. I I love to see it. I love to see that it's growing and I want to see the patriotic minis. We tried it out one year at Bragg and it was such a cool concept. And I remember yeah, I mean, it being so fun. Different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. We've done it a little different every year. Like one year we did it specifically for military kids. 
um another year i think we did it where it was open to the families and we did it very patriotic where we had like american flags and everything like that so you know I think that's going to be kind of the fun part of the patriotic minis is it's going to be kind of left to those coordinators to kind of decide on what kind of theme or um, who's going to qualify for that. Obviously, military or our deployed families will have first priority for those as well. Um, but there's a little bit more flexibility, um, I think, we're going to give to our coordinators with the patriotic minis. So that way we can, you know reach other military families who are not potentially going through deployment. So whether it's for Purple Up Month for military kids in April or something closer to 4th of July, um, it'll be kind of left to the discretion of that local coordinator. But, and then our, of course our holiday minis, which like Sabrina said, we always cry. Um, I was really sad to miss Bragg's this year. Um, I was not able to drive down um, just due to the scheduling of, you know, military life and things like that um but they had a great event and this this past year we had about 150 families that we did photographs for um a little bit smaller than um what we normally are but we were down a couple bases this year so if you do want to volunteer we're always looking for um people to either organize and run the event or photographer so if you're a photographer and a base that you would love to help participate uh let us know and we will help coordinate um, the event with you. Yeah, I this year's going to be cool to see the different like faces that come out since things are changing commitment level as far as volunteering. And I think it's going to be good. I think it'll be, we're all military spouses and we realized that like it's hard to commit to something for an entire year, but two events is totally different. Thing, yeah. So. yeah, we, and and all of our our current coordinators have been amazing. Uh, you know, we have some coordinators who've been with us for oh, almost three years, um, a little more. Um, and then we have some who only started this past summer who hit the ground running. So um, we'd love to add to our team, um, whether you're a local coordinator or even if you want to volunteer for our um, staff level. So if you're a social media specifically we need social media gals dudes however you want to however you want to help we are always looking for more hands on deck it'll be it's a fun team I mean the meetings are so fun we get to know each other just like you do on the podcast and it's super super fun so um so I have three questions to kind of get to know us here at the end we'll try to keep them short so you guys aren't here forever but we'll see how the answers go so the first one is, what is the favorite job you've ever held? And I'm going to start with that one because I think um, we were just talking about it. Being the executive director and running Deployed Love when I did was my favorite job. Um, I loved the responsibility and being in charge and having a bunch of people who are willing, because if you are, aren't aware, I founded it, but like to take something that was in my heart and create a mission and to find all these beautiful people who are like, they didn't even know me and they would just volunteer their time to continue to push out the idea that I had and bring it across the entire nation. The three years that I did that is like, it blew my mind to think that just me, one person and this one idea could go across. I mean, we were all the way across to Alaska, Hawaii. We had it in places, we've had it in so many different places and to just know over that time period that I had so many amazing mostly women who would just support me and my mission and my idea and then now to see that it, even without me really in the mix of any of it it's still just going and it's it's the coolest it was the coolest job I've ever had yeah I 
I've had so many jobs. Um, I would probably say that being the executive director is probably my favorite just because it's it's the most me job. Like it's the most um, job that I'm committed to in terms of my passion. Um, I've had a lot of jobs that I've enjoyed. I've had a, way more jobs that I hated. Um, but I I enjoy the mission and I enjoy working with the people that we work with in deployed love. Um, and it, and it, it's given me a more myself purpose back. It's given me something that I really do find joy in. Um, I do love my job that I work for, for the family business, um, partly because it allows me to work from home and anywhere. So it's not that stress of moving and quitting and restarting over again. Um, that was like the, I mean, if all of us who are listening for military spouses understand that, um, I will say that not being as hands-on with Deployed Love, like actually holding events, is kind of a bummer for me since moving um, because I really did enjoy loving hosting the coffees, meetups, or a networking event or something like that. So, um, but I do truly love working with our team with um, providing these special events for military families. Um and so it's probably has been my favorite job. Um for sure. Yeah. yeah. Or podcast hosting. <laughs> I mean, the podcast is okay. I like we, you know, the podcast thing was just such a flute for us. And I think that like this uh, I I look forward to our recordings like every I mean, we don't record every week yet. We have thrown that idea out just because we enjoy it so much. And so you know, um, the podcasting is just such a fun thing too, though. But I feel like I I loop the podcast underneath, like my executive level, yeah, job type of thing. But even if we didn't, even if like, God forbid, something happened to deploy love, like I would still hope that you know the podcast would still go on. Um, but both jobs are fun, yeah. And both, and I feel, do so much for the military community. All right. The next one is, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live and why? I, having lived here in Europe, I, and explored a little bit, I don't know because there's so many cool places, but I also think Sweden, just because I like the way that they run their country and the way that they treat children and education and their healthcare. I like the way that that country is ran. Um, and it's also very, very beautiful. So I think Sweden is where I would want to go. I don't know. Um, oh, goodness. I could live anywhere in the world. I don't know. That's a hard question. So I'd be like, oh, I would love to live here. But then I would, but then like, I'm, I'm saying like, I had like these places that is popping in my head. I've never been to, so I don't know. Right. Like I think that, that's kind of my thing too, is like, I want to explore so much more. I have no yeah. idea. Like we're looking at moving to Japan and like, I can't wait for that idea because there's, I want to see the Philippines. I want to see Thailand. I want to see yeah. all those cool things on that side that I've never been anywhere near enough to ever go to. Yeah. I, um, like my first thought that popped in my head was like, uh, like Iceland, um, and Sweden too, like, you know, or Norway, um, but, you know, honestly, like, 
It's somewhere remote with really big windows and a huge fireplace, and I'd be happy. Mountains, trees, away from everybody. Yeah, mountains for sure. Um, definitely nowhere near a city. Um, like you know, I think we've talked about this before. I am not a city girl. I don't mind visiting a city, but I do not like living in a city. I don't like the traffic. Thank goodness, me and Jeremy agree on this. Like <laughs> he was cracking me up. We went to Charlotte not too long ago, and the entire time we were in traffic, I was I was laughing so hard about peeing myself. Um, he was just like this. Why would anyone want to live here? And I was like, I don't know. Um, after living in Dallas, we were both like, yeah, no. Um, I always thought that I wanted to be near places that um mm-hmm. I enjoy going to but like I've learned as I've gotten older you know I'm okay not to have those places now will I drive to go to those places probably but I just would limit my time going there um often but I definitely like a scenic view um I like the mountains definitely I'm a mountain girly uh wouldn't mind a lake sounds wonderful so, just something beautiful not, something beautiful something that like if my house if my house is perfect like if it had everything that I ever needed had a pretty view I was within an hour drive of all major like shopping I would be set now I love living overseas I do um but I also like being close to family um and so that would kind of be a really hard like issue for me would be like if I went over and lived over somewhere in Europe um it would be unless I had like a gajillion money and I could just fly back whenever I wanted that would be a hard a hard that would be hard for me living I loved living in Alaska if you've never been stationed in Alaska and you have the opportunity so beautiful it was perfect uh we would go back in a heartbeat um but the hard part was it costs so much to I mean my family's on the east coast so um, I mean, round trip flights was about 800 to a thousand dollars a person. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so that was just a lot. Um, and obviously that was dependent on the time of year. Like, you know, there were times of the year where it was a little cheaper, but it was just, you know, on a military salary that wasn't doable. Um, I would go back and enjoy it, but I also would rather probably be somewhere closer to family just because we're close to family yeah so it's fair I feel like if we weren't close to our family then I could care less <laughs> okay so before I ask this last question I know um I'm gonna kind of throw this out there Ashley and I had talked about it and I'm gonna commit to at least if I show up someone will swoop but we're gonna do book club a little differently in December and Ooh, we're gonna yes. do a live in deployed love hearts connected so if you're not in the group join the group because it's already yes. awesome anyways but um we're gonna go live in there and people can join the live honestly if you really want to come talk about books let us know and you can come and chat with us um or you can just sit there and listen to us chat about the books that we've read in 2023 um it's gonna be obviously this is coming out after that but it's gonna continue in the new year so we're super excited um if you guys saw that and had joined us we're really excited uh I that's something I want to connect back with being more involved with Deployed Love is that book club seeing yes. it actually work and the way we we tried different things this last year and it didn't work really well so hopefully well, and we'll probably keep, and we'll probably and we'll definitely keep the fable group going um but right now it's just been me and Sabrina really in there um chatting um so 
we would love to get more participation in there and read a book a month and chat in there, but also do the, you know, the live chat as well, because I mean, I just feel like just chatting about books is what we're currently reading because we're both reading very different books, but also at the same time, we've read a couple of the same books at the same time. And so um, if you don't have a book bestie, could be our book bestie. Yeah, I think it's going to be super fun for the new year. That's something that I'm looking super forward to. So yeah, where actually, this came came into is um the last question is, if you had to write a book, what would it be about? So I actually have two that I want to write, but I don't want to commit to it because it's like this massive, like, once you tell people you're writing a book, then they're like, oh, where's the book? Where, where the? And it's- Yeah, I can see you writing a book. A I massive could commitment. And I also yeah. don't know how it works when you're living overseas because that's an income. If you sell it, da 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 da. So how does all that? Like, there's so many technicalities. But the two books that I want to write is I have started, just haven't really fully committed into doing is writing a book about Vikings, a fantasy novel about Vikings, which I think will be really fun if I commit to it. <laughs> and then I want to write a book about traveling with kids, um, and kind of on the like world schooling side of teaching, like how travel can teach your kids to become like world worldly people and how that that is a good influence on them and I want to write a book on how my family's done that and how we enjoy that and plan to continue to do that through high school so I would love to write a book um it's always been one of my like it would be so cool to write a book but I am awful at writing like in general like grammar all that kind of stuff I'm just not good at it like I did well in school, but I struggled. And so the thought of writing a book terrifies me. Because I'm just kind of like, it would it's be it would huge be huge commitment too. It's massive. Huge commitment. Um, I would probably write either a fantasy, just because that's the genre I enjoy. Um I don't know what it would be about because that was kind of sprung on me. So I don't really <laughs> it probably would have some type of like shape sh shifter I don't know um uh I'm really into crows right now ravens so maybe something along those lines but I feel like it's, but one of my favorite series right now has crow shifter so maybe that's just why okay. um or probably a military a book about being a military brat or spouse just because I feel like I have a lot of knowledge but I just don't know how to put it from my brain to paper um I definitely definitely not the strong person a person who's strong with words um I can talk all day long y'all know that um but putting it into a writing format where it's doesn't sound like the child wrote it um, um it's just it's just not my thing um I will be the first to tell you I I will write something up and I will have Jeremy go in and like change words fix it like that is how thank goodness he's great with words um it drives me insane a lot of times that he's so good with writing and words and and articulating exactly what he wants to say in writing where I can do it and I can do it in talking but if if I write it no 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 I'll leave the writing to those who I I mean send me your send me your arcs I will read them all day long <laughs> me I don't want to I don't want to write it I just want to read them um yeah no <laughs> I I wish I wish I could write like that's why one of the reasons why I don't journal either because I just I just don't like you know going back and reading it like it probably would help me if I would write things down 
so I can go back and like, you know, think about it. Cause I'm the type of person who will like have that conversation. Like I want to have a conversation or I want to practice having a conversation. I'll have that conversation to myself out loud just to make sure that I hear the words and it sounds okay. Or if I'm writing something, I have to say it out loud when I'm writing it just so I can make sure it sounds okay. Um, like I can't write it and read it in my head, if that makes sense. Like I have to say it out loud. Um, but yeah, no, I wish I would, I really would love to write a book and I've thought about it several times. Like I'm like, you know, with the amount of like experiences and, um, knowledge that I have about being a military spouse and a military kid, I could write a book. (laughs) And now you could self-publish. There's so much that makes it easy anymore. I know. And maybe that's something I could work on slowly. And then, like I said, have Jeremy fluff it. But I, he'd probably laugh at me if he'd be like, what are you doing? But um, yeah, no, I'm I'm a reader, not a writer. And it's always been that way since a kid. Writing anything for AP classes or anything or for, for school. God, having to cite books and write <laughs> everything. Like, like, it's one of the reasons why I never got my master's kid you not because I don't want to write I don't want to write I don't want to do any of that and so um maybe writing a story would be different something that I would enjoy a fantasy but I also giggle when I'm reading something in a book I'm like where do people come up with this like I would have never thought of how to describe this this way so you can write I'll read (laughs) we'll see how that goes I don't know like it's it is such a cool idea like to have a book even if it's not something that like gets popular but to be like I wrote this book on my bookshelf so speaking of books how many books have you read this year I am at 62 maybe yeah 61 but I'm almost done with 62 yeah yeah so I'm probably right at like like we're recording this a little before January, but by the end of, by the end of the month of December, I'll probably be at 60 bucks, maybe oh, 62. Yeah. I'll probably be at it like depends on 65. Cause I think I have th- two books that are part of a series that I definitely want to read that just came out. Uh, and I think that's it though. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm slowly working through a couple books. I'm slowly working through Manacle, which is a great fanfic if you've not read it um but I I definitely read way more than what my goal was for lap I mean I had a oh, goal yeah. to read and so one of my um, goals I for just, next year is to not set a goal for that though because I feel like it makes yeah. me rush books and not enjoy books and so I've decided nah I'm not doing it next year because I enjoy like having a tracker so I will still use like the goodreads and have a tracker of like how many I did read but I I don't want to set a challenge goal because I just felt like it just pushed me to rush through books I I I, honestly for those who read super duper fast I don't know how you do it but I think that's just also my ADHD brain like I can't just sit down and read all day long as much as I would like to um I, I mean, I average maybe four to five books a month. Some months I have, you know, more if there are shorter books. Um, but for some reason this year, I decided to read like the longest books ever. Yeah, I think that uh, also would make a big difference. I think I want, I can't wait to see like 
the page count of how much yeah. I read this year because I think that's gonna be the that's huge difference is some of these books were insane that and I'm like yeah. how did I read all these books this year I really did read these books like what we'll have to when we do our when we do our <laughs> first book talk we'll have to talk about like our favorite books of the year and stuff like that um our least favorite I didn't really have any books I didn't like well I guess that's a lie I think I had one book that I was just like eh yeah, so I, come to book club. Come to our yes. Before we keep putting we it some, all here, we got some great recs. Like I read some great books this year. Yeah, and last year, I pull really like, hard to make sure that I find at least a book a month that's not on TikTok. Um, so I have book recs that are going to be completely different from what everybody. You sees. read a lot of. You read a lot. I mean, I read majority fantasy. Um, that's just the genre I like. Um, I. Yeah, most of it was fantasy. I don't, I don't think I really, I think I read one, maybe two non-fantasy books this year. Oh, this should be a goal for you. Listen to some non-fiction. It's good. <sighs> memoirs. I like memoirs. No, that's a lie. I read a couple, well, no, I read a couple. Uh, I think I read, I like historical fiction. So I did, I think I read at least two historical fictions and then Ooh, girl, you got there's a category in there that you are just missing. Historical fantasy. I've been reading a so, few of those. Those are okay. Boom. So historical fantasy. Um, did you read uh, oh gosh, uh Divine Rivals? Not yet, nope. So that was labeled as a fantasy on TikTok, and it's 100 percent not a fantasy. It is a historical fantasy. Um, if you took out all the magical parts, it would be a historical fiction type book. So um I really like that one I'm excited for book two to come out this month to read um or in December to read um but it's the I want to branch out of fantasy but it's definitely it's definitely my go-to yeah well, book club is going to be great so that we don't always overload people who are listening to podcasts if you don't care about reading. But we're going to be in there at once a month, I think is probably good enough for now. Yeah. Um, and we'll just be talking about what we're going to read for the next month, what we read last month, just kind of giving recommendations. Um, December's probably had been a really good one. I know because we'll be talking about what we have read. But I'm excited for this one this month in January because we're going to be talking about the books that we're planning on reading for the year because I know there's some good yes. ones coming out in 2024. Yeah. Um, so you guys join us for that I think that that's gonna be fun for you guys to get to know us on a more personal level too because we have a lot of you that are listening we've been really excited we've been watching our uh, like follow count and stuff on where we stream from and seeing that there's so many views on all of our episodes so we love you guys for listening and we enjoy being your friends and we want you to come be our friends come join us where you can actually talk to us um, comment on things on our social media and we're there. Both of us are attached to both social yeah. media pages. So if you want to ask questions or about you heard an episode that came out and you have a question concerning an episode, um, reach out to us because that's that's part of the fun part about being a podcaster is not only getting to sit here and chat with my best friend and talk to you guys and like, you know, we have that, but we also get to make other friends through it. And we've met yes. some amazing people that came on and hosted with us. And we're always open to that too. Girl chats. If yes, you want to just come yeah. on the show it, it's nice to not have our stories be the only stories being told. So definitely just reach out and you can come on the show anytime. So um, we're excited for 2024. It's going to be a really fun season. We've already got guests up into April coming up. So that's really exciting. Um, I hope that you guys have enjoyed the last season and 
we'll be here for the rest of the year. Um, otherwise, that's us for the day. I hope you guys enjoyed getting to know us. It was a fun episode. Um, and like we like to say, rock up, buttercup. <laughs>